Hey, it's Marthea Pitts, the MSW coach, and thank you for coming back for another episode of Macro Social Work Your Way. Be sure to connect with me on social media. I'm on Instagram at the underscore MSW coach, Facebook at the MSW coach, and on LinkedIn as Marthea Pitts, the MSW coach. This is going to be a great episode. Hey, 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 it's Marthea Pitts, the MSW coach, and I am just jumping in real quick to say that I had to share this Instagram live that I did last night on my Instagram page, the underscore MSW coach. If you are not following me there, you should be. Um, I go live quite often and it's an opportunity to receive on the spot career coaching from me. And so that's what we were doing last night. And I wanted to share this episode. If you um, are not aware, I am currently offering a um, job searching workshop on September 24th. There are extremely limited spots and the spots are selling out fast. So if you want to be in attendance, I encourage you to click the episode show notes down at the bottom macroandpaid.com and secure your spot today for only $97. As well as if you want to work with me um, for career coaching, my program doors are currently open for the micro to macro career accelerator and all of the information is down in the episode show notes at macroandpaid.com. You can be a part of the current cohorts inside of the accelerator. We meet each week. You have at 24-7 access to my proven curriculum, my strategies, my techniques um, to start learning how to identify, apply, and interview for your dream macro social work job in three months or less. Three months or less. You can enroll in you can enroll today and start today. Program fees are less than $10 a day to come and get what you need to really make the pivot from case management to macro roles where you can two times or more your social work salaries and leave those entry-level jobs behind. So click the show notes down at the bottom, macroandpaid.com, and secure your spot today. Here's the episode. Hey, 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 it's Marthea Pitts, the MSW coach. Um, And I am going live to talk about job hopping and why it's not a bad thing and how I learned about the fact that it's not a bad thing. So I'm going to pin a comment um, and we're going to get started. Hey, hey, y'all, how you doing? Drop in the chat. Tell me um, if your day is going good by dropping a one. If it's not so good, drop a two. Let me know. I want to do a check in on you to see how things are going. Um, I'm doing good today. I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. It's hot, (laughs) but it's good. Actually, it's not hot. It's very humid where I live. Um, so humidity, I don't like being hot in any kind of way, shape or form, but things are going good. Dropping a one, two, Michelle, T. Michelle, what's going on? Drop a one in the chat if your day is going good, too, if it can be better. T. Michelle, what's going on? I hope you... I hope things get better sooner than later and um, make certain that you're prioritizing yourself. Take care of yourself. I know it's cliche, but it's true. You only get one. You. Stress will take you. I don't know if it's stress related 
Oh, I'm ready to drive, huh? Okay. Oh, you speaking my language. I was worried that for a moment. I thought you were like stressed out or something. Like, don't be stressed out because stress will take you out of here. But if you're talking about job searching, now you 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 talking about the things that I love. Hey, okay, one. I love it. Drop a one in the chat if your day is going good. Two, if it can be better. I want to do a wellness check. Check on y'all. Make sure things are good. Um, I see a lot of ones. That's good. That's good. Um, let me introduce myself real quick and then we're going to get into this conversation. Because the other day I thought about it, I was like, ooh, I need to talk about job hopping and how I discovered that it's okay in your career. Because I know it's some people that still move in the world and think like, oh, I can't move from job to job. And yes, you can. I'm going to tell you how I discovered personally that it was okay. Okay, so some more ones coming in. Love this topic. Thank you so much. Uh, I think you're new here. So welcome, welcome. So a little bit about me and then we're going to get into this conversation because this is something I really want to talk about. I have my notes. Y'all know I'm a note taker. I have my notes. Um, so first, just a little bit because I know people find me every day. My name is Marthea Pitts. I'm known on the social work streets as the MSW coach and I help social workers get macro social work jobs or just good quality, good paying jobs, right? Um, and so if you don't know what macro is, the way that I explain it to uh, non-social workers and social workers, because not every social worker is exposed to what macro level work is. Uh, macro level work, how I explain it to social workers is work to address the systemic level issues that you see in your everyday frontline work, typically as case managers. So I always try to stick with the same example. Like if you have a family that has been coming in decade after decade for bus passes, right? And your nonprofit, your social service organization just gives out bus passes or referrals to get a bus pass. A macro social worker asks the deeper questions as to what else can we do to prevent people from coming in decade after decade? Like you see the mother, you see the daughter, you see you see the grandmother, all of the things, right? Um, and I specifically, am, my area of expertise is workforce development. That's why I created the MSW Coach to teach people how to get jobs because I have been in rooms and spaces with leaders and their primary con political leaders and their primary concern is meeting the workforce demands. But I understand the importance of having good quality, high wage paying jobs on people's lives. So I'm really interested in economic equity. Um, so if I see a problem when it comes to bus passes and all of the things, and there's a region that's giving out excessive amounts of bus passes as the macro social worker in the room, I'm going to ask about what are the quality of jobs in your city? What are the wages look like? Because then I want to know why aren't people able to afford transportation? Why are they having to rely on bus passes decade after decade? Like, how can we really address the root cause issue, right? There may be other macro social workers in the room who are very passionate about transportation. So they will ask about the mass transportation system. Um, so, so macro social workers really address the root cause reasons of what you see every day as a case manager. Um, 
And so I always say that case management work, a lot of social workers do case management work is really like just putting a band-aid on a problem. You really don't address it. How I refer to it also is like what we were used to refer to in my call center days is triage work. You're just giving people a little bit of what they need to make the pain like you could tolerate the pain for a few days, but you're going to be back because we didn't solve the issue. So I'm on a mission to help more social workers get into macro spaces, be it statewide, nationally, internationally. As of to date, I've helped well over 127. Somebody got a job last night and called me about their offer letter. So it's officially 127 since I've been keeping count. Now, I haven't been keeping count for a long time. 127 social workers that I've helped make the pivot to macro social work roles where they have two times and more of their social work salaries. They're no longer burnt out, overworked, undervalued, all of the things. They are enjoying the work that they do. If you have never like seen any of my macro career wins that come out of my career accelerator, the micro to macro career accelerator, I encourage you to scroll through my feed. We got tons of wins. If that ain't enough for you, go and click the link in the bio and go check out the other wins there. But um, that's what I do. I have a 10-month group career coaching program called the Micro to Macro Career Accelerator. It's everything that a social worker needs to know from A to Z to get a macro job, to be able to identify them, apply for them, and interview for them. Um, and I myself, everything that I teach was birthed out of my own pivot to macro social work, uh, where I worked in a workforce development center as a career counselor. Um, and I was serving my career seekers and got a battery in my back around economic equity, specifically through workforce jobs, workforce development. Um, and I strategically made the move to macro work. And when I saw that social workers were struggling with making the pivot, I'm like, I know how to do it because I've done it myself. So, and I've actually done it five times. My most recent job was with one of the oldest think tanks in the country in Washington, D.C., where I co-led a $2.5 million initiative to help create equitable STEM career pathways for under-resourced youth and young adults. My population is pregnant and parenting youth and young adults. So everything that I do stems around making certain that they have jobs that they need to become self-sufficient. Um, so everything that I teach is birthed out of my own career journey. That's why it works. Uh, so let's get into it. I see some comments. Let's see the comments and then we're gonna get into this conversation. If you're interested in like enrolling in my full group career coaching program, the link is in the bio. I had the doors open currently because I had a huge cohort that just graduated on Sunday. So I have room in the accelerator. I felt guilty about job. How about, okay, Ward, we're gonna talk about that. Okay, don't feel guilty. I'm gonna tell you why. Valerie, underlying issue at the macro level. I like it, so many systemic issues. Yes, it is. Awesome, I appreciate all the work you do for social workers. Thank you. All right, so let's get into it. So the first thing is I realized, this was back in my case management days where I was working as a workforce development career counselor and I was strategizing about how I was gonna get out of these entry, this entry level job to do the real work that I wanted to do. That was the whole reason I got an MSW degree to get out of entry level jobs, coming from a call center background. And one of the things that I used to do every day was study the resumes and the CVs and the background experience of uh, CEOs. And one of the themes that I quickly recognized in doing that, that's why I say like, 
jobs, careers, that's my thing. I do it for fun. Other people do other things for fun. I job search and look at people's resumes. Right? That's why you have to be careful who you take career advice from because there's a lot of people that talk about the thing that have never done the thing. Um, but what I realized was that there was a running theme in CEO's work history. And it was what I saw was on average, they would stay in a position about two years. Like one to two years is on a generous side. It would be like one to two years. So, um, and it would be like maybe four or five positions with different organizations. And then they would make the transition into senior executive leadership, specifically as CEOs. That's what I was interested in at that time. And so it was in that, in that extensive research of me looking at dozens of people's extensive like CVs um, and resumes, that's when I learned like, oh, the people, and I was looking at this in comparison to other people who weren't necessarily in CEO positions and they would be in their positions 10, 15, 20 years. And that's when I realized like CEOs job hop. Right. And so then I got really I really became even more interested in figuring out why were they able to transition into the level of a CEO role. And what I found after reading numerous different articles and just doing a bunch of research on the thing, because I really was interested in it, is because of the fact that they had so many different experiences which made them well, well-rounded, qualified applicants for the role as leaders of an organization. And these were not like social service <laughs> organizations. These were like Fortune 500 companies. And so I wanted to break down the three reasons that I found in my own, like in the last 12 years of me looking at this thing, why. And so the first is, and I'm looking at, I have notes on my Mac and notes in my book. So. The first thing that I realized was that employers loved people with diverse experiences, right? They love it. And this is if you want a leadership role or if you want something that's more on the other side of the house where you're behind the scenes. Employers love diverse experiences. They love people who have worked um, in different like organization types but I want to be clear, like it has to be related on some level. Um, there has to be a running theme in your experience. So I'll use it in the example of like case management. If you've always worked with uh, seniors, but you just worked in different settings, like employers would love that because you're able to come in and bring knowledge that they don't have internally in their organization. So that was one of the reasons that I saw like job hopping is actually a good thing because you are able to get diverse experiences. You are able to speak to like different ways of serving your population. You are able to speak to what works and what doesn't work based on where you've worked before. So example, I said seniors, but let's go with children. Let's say maybe you worked in a K through 12 setting right, where you serve children, you know what works there specifically in middle schools, but then you know that what works in high schools will be completely different. If you're able to speak to that and show that you are an expert around the thing, that's why I teach my paid career coaching clients to become subject matter experts, 
right? So if you're a subject matter expert on, on expert on K through 12 education, if you're able to come in and say, look, I worked in early childhood education, I worked in elementary school settings, I worked in middle school settings, I worked in high school settings, and this is what I learned from all of these different places, you would be viewed as a good candidate because you're bringing a diverse set of experiences. Drop a one in the chat if that makes sense, a two if you need me to break it down a different way. I'll give you an example. I'll wait just a moment. Drop a one in the chat if you're clear about diverse experiences. Two if you need me to give a different example. One, okay. One, okay, good, good. All right, so the second, okay, thank you. So the second is that employers love people who have worked with their competitors or even their collaborators. Um, or as I put more advanced organizations, right? So what that looks like is, I think it was my second macro job where I was working as um, a researcher at R1 University on a statewide equity initiative where I traveled the state and led a whole initiative around equity and early childhood development um, space. And this is pre, this is before the murder of George Floyd. And so, uh, in that work, the reason I got that job was because my past work experience as a workforce development career counselor, I had worked very closely with the organization that was funding this initiative that I was co-leading, right? So one of the things that the executive director explicitly said to me during the interview was, we um, we were really excited about the fact that you are familiar with this organization, which means you understand the lay of the land. You know how to speak to those those stakeholders. Um, you know what appeals to them. You understand their system and how it works, right? So that is the same thing when it comes to job hopping. Employers love people who have experience in either like their competitors, their funders, or even like more advanced organizations. So another example of that is I worked, I don't remember what job it was, but I worked somewhere before where they weren't as technologically advanced, but the organization that I had came from was. So they enjoyed having me on the team because I could give thought leadership, thought partnership around better ways to streamline the internal processes. So job hopping is a good thing for employers. Um, and so when it comes to competitors, and it's like when you, you want to make certain that you are not bound by any contractual agreements not to share information, but also like it could be an advantage if you're going to a competitor organization because then you bring the knowledge and expertise from that other organization. But with that, I would say tread lightly. Don't be sharing anyone's intellectual property and all of the things. But again, it's an advantage. So like if an employer is looking at your resume before they even extend the invitation to come into an interview, those are things that you aren't aware of, like dynamics, but they will like add a check mark. They will put a plus by your name to bring you in if they see you've worked with an organization that's either funding their work, that's working in partnership with them, that is a competitor, or that is more technologically advanced, right? So um, that is always an advantage, and that is another reason why job hopping is good 
because you never know what experience you have in your background that will appeal to an employer. Because in a job post, they're not going to say, we are looking for a person that has done this, who has worked with our competitor, or who has worked with the funder. Sometimes you will see that that's like a 20% chance. But for the most part, you don't know about those internal little things that they will deem you as a good fit for their organization. Drop a one in the chat if that's clear. Drop a two if you need me to explain that a different way. And then I'm going to get into number three. Drop a one in the chat if that's clear about employers love people who have either worked with their competitors, worked with their funders, or worked with more technologically advanced organizations. Okay, I see a one. I see one one. If you need me to explain it a different way, I can. Just let me know. Okay, I see another one. Okay, great. Okay. So the third reason job hopping is good, and this should have been one. I When I looked at my notes, I said I was going to move it to one, but, you know, everything happened for a reason. Job hopping is the quickest way to make more money. <laughs> like, when I always tell the story, when I was job hopping back in the day, when I worked in state government before becoming a social worker, it wasn't people didn't understand it and this wasn't that long ago this was like 15 16 years ago people didn't understand it my family was questioning me like why are you leaving that job that's a good job you've only been there for a year but i was leaving the job to make more money because all i had at that time was a high school diploma i couldn't be promoted internally i worked with state government where they only give you like a three percent raise every few years depending on who the governor is of the state that year like it wasn't a consistent thing so in order to make more money i had to move from position to position which actually is um the state state government my state government system they actually want you to move around so i would move like every one to two well i think the longest job i stayed in was maybe like four years five years something like that four years i think but i would move to make more money now job hopping is a strategy right that is a proven strategy it wasn't identified as that back then but now people job hop to make more money so my main point of bringing this up as a reason is because many of you are sending your job waiting wishing hoping and praying on a raise when you could be making 20 30 40 plus upwards more by going to get another job um, by moving externally outside of the organization, right? I have career coaching clients who have landed jobs where they have three times their, their salaries as social workers by moving to different organizations. So I see someone say it's a strategy. Yes, I'm, I'm strategic. Like everything I do is strategic. So you are on point with using that word. Um, so that's a quick way for you to make more money. Um, and I want to say this because I feel led to say it. A lot of y'all are so loyal to your employers, to your own, like it's to your detriment. <laughs> like your loyalty is going to take you out of here financially, mentally, emotionally, all of the leads. You being loyal to your employer 
is not the way to get what you need when it comes to your basic needs, right? We need food, we need um, we need water, we need money, we need shelter, we need all of the things. And what I'm noticing is that many social workers are struggling with the basic needs attainment because of your loyalty to your employer who is paying you pennies. That's why I get on here every day. I say, I'm on here every day. I'm on here every day talking about you can get better jobs because again, my work is centered around helping people get high quality, good paying jobs. That's what I do as a macro social worker. So I'm here on here every day talking to social workers because I believe if I help more of you get into macro spaces, you will help make it better for my population. That's my primary concern, pregnant parents and youth and young adults. So if I have a social worker in the environmental space, they'll make certain that their environments are healthy. If I have somebody in the K through 12 education, they'll make certain that my population is good in the K through 12 setting with their children and them as a whole, right? So I am really passionate about making certain that people are making the wages that they should be. Um, and again, one of the ways to do that is by job hopping. Now I'm not saying quit your job every six months and move, but you should be aware, you should be always, always examining your options. What are your options? What other opportunities exist for you to make more money, right? So let's see what comments are coming in. All facts, it's a strategy, US, all right, I love it. It's job hopping within less than a year, bad for multiple roles. I would say, I keep mine around at a year. That's what I like to do. Um, now, if you just have to exit stage left from somewhere less than a year, I would say make certain that what you are moving into, you're going to be there at least a year, right? Year, two years. Now, there are some people that do it less than a year. Um, but because I know you, <laughs> um, as you one of my coaching clients, I would say like, you have to weigh all of your options and what, like, what are your reasons for moving around? I hope that helps. Um, I learned that the hard way, preach. Okay, LOL, me right now, feeling bad for interviewing for my dream job, but you're right, I have to look out for myself. You do. I always say that your your you need to treat your career like a business because your employer treats their organization as a business and the needs of the business always prevail, right? That's another thing. Hold on to your seat because she coaching. Um, many of you social workers, you are like, your feelings and your business is all intertwined. And that prevents you from thinking strategically about what it is that you need to do to meet your basic needs. So I am like my business and my personal are two separate things. So I would encourage you to really work on that, right? And understand that business is business. And unfortunately, we go into, many of you go into this profession because you are passionate about helping people. But you also have to understand that the social service organizations and nonprofits that you work for are brand as businesses. They all utilize bureaucratic structures and bureaucratic structures were birthed out of the business business industry look it up do a google scholar search um so you're trying to come in with your emotions and your feelings and your all of the things they're just looking at the bottom line 
right? That's why a lot of your suggestions are unheard. That's why like the real needs of the populations that you're serving are a lot of times unmet because the needs of the build of the business prevail. So when it comes to your career, your needs as a human, your needs of your family should prevail. Right? There are many of y'all that's in these jobs and you're staying until you're crispy, you're past burnt out. So I want to say like, make certain that you're treating your career like a business and business is business. There's no feelings in it. Unfortunately, if I need to leave to go and get a better situation for me and my family, then I'm going to do that. Right? It doesn't mean that you have to abandon mission-focused work. That's why I teach people how to get mission-focused jobs. It doesn't mean that you have to abandon that, but you need to evaluate your options and go where you have the support that you need, be it financially, be it through leadership. Because many people say, like, I don't get the leadership support that I need. You need to be evaluating those things and go where you can. Like, that's one of the major things that my career coaching clients who have come through my micro to macro career accelerator talk about is the fact that they feel supported. They feel valued by leadership. They are contributing team members the ideas suggestions that they contribute are heard they're brought to life they don't die on somebody's desk right they're not just doing busy work it really comes to life so treat your treat your career like a business oh past burnt out oh i'm sorry many msw programs fail to teach the business side of social work yeah which is understandable they're they're there to teach you the academics um, I'm beyond burnt out. Oh gosh. They teach you how to be a great therapist, but they don't teach about the other side of social work. Yeah, you are so correct. Uh oh, you all are talking to each other. I love it. So that's why you have to teach yourself. You gotta do your due diligence. Um, uh, because you know, professors are there to to teach you theory. They're not there to teach you application um and what it looks like in the workforce in the real world so that's why i always say do your due diligence make certain that you are aware at all times about your options what are your options as far as career career moves like you should always be in the know you should never be sitting just like not knowing um, that's why I always talk about being proactive rather than reactive. So I wanted to come on and share like how I discovered that job popping was okay. Even though I had already been doing it for years, I wasn't going to stop, but <laughs> that's how I really realized like, it's okay. CEOs do it. And that's what helps them land those senior executive leadership roles for the three reasons that I went through. Um, if you are just joining us, I encourage you to uh, watch the replay and listen to the three reasons that I shared about why job hopping, how I learned that it was okay, and what it looks like specifically for CEO, CEOs of Fortune 500 companies. Um, are there any questions? Drop them in the chats. Are there any questions specifically about what we talked about tonight when it comes to job hopping? I answered one question earlier. Um, are there any questions? This information is refreshing to hear. I love it. While I'm waiting for you to drop your questions in the chat, I just want to make you aware I'm offering a live job searching workshop on November, excuse me, on September 24th, which is a Sunday from 5 to 7 p.m. 
a lot of y'all have already registered, which I love. I have it limited at a certain number, and we are almost at that number. So if you want to join in on the fun and learn my proven strategies for finding the jobs that you want, be it micro, be it mezzo, be it macro, be it outside of the field of social work, I encourage you to attend my live workshop. My strategies work. They work. I always tell people... I was helping people get jobs before I got on the internet as the MSW coach. Oh, I didn't say that early. I'm a three-time award-winning workforce development career counselor and macro social worker. Um, so I'm going to be offering a one-time only. I'm not running this workshop back. <laughs> Just one-time only. And someone asked me on Facebook, why wasn't I going to have it again? It's because I'm... I teach these strategies inside of my full group career coaching program. So if you want to learn them, you have to come inside of the program. But one time only a workshop is $97. It's two hours, us on Zoom. The link is in the bio. Um, T. Michelle, where can we sign up? The link is in the bio at macroandpaid.com. It's $97. I'm going to teach you the proven strategies of how to find the jobs that you want. And it's not by searching social work, social worker. It's not by pulling random job titles from those job title lists that float around in the social work streets. It's a, it's a strategy. It's a strategy to get clear about what type of work it is you want to do and then me teaching you the methods that I created to find those jobs. Um, I have someone currently in my micro to macro career accelerator who's been in there less than two months and they shared a, a win the other day about the fact that they have an interview and let, they've only been in my program in less than two months. They already have an interview for a job that aligns with everything that they wanted to do. And this was after, like, I think she said she had applied at 30 jobs before coming into my program and never getting a call for an interview. So my strategies work because I teach you all how to find jobs that align with your area of interest and what your qualifications are. So I encourage you to click the link in the bio, purchase the ticket, it's $97. I'm pretty sure it's gonna sell out soon and I won't add any more spots, I won't run it back again. If you register, you will get access to a limited time replay. So if you need to come late, leave early or watch it back for, um, for like going through it again, you will have access to it for a limited time. Also, I have recently opened back up the doors to my full group career coaching program, the Micro to Macro Career Accelerator, because like I told you, one of the largest cohorts that I have right now in my program graduated on Sunday. The wins they had is out of this world. People have gotten like multiple, multiple macro interviews, job offers on the table, all of the things. So if you're interested in working with me on a weekly basis and having access to my curriculum, it's a 10 month program. I encourage you to click the link in the bio and sign up for the Micro to Macro Career Accelerator. It's an intensive group career coaching program. And we meet every week for live Q&A calls. And you have 24 access, 24 seven access to my curriculum. Um, and if you're enrolled today, you can start today. So you can start this week looking for the job that you want and begin the process to learn how to apply, to identify, apply, interview for your dream macro social work job in three months or less. Um, as a refresher, as a fresher new in the field, it's a great advice. Thank you for your guidance. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. So I'm going to leave. 
because I've been out all evening. I went on a field trip and um, I'm going to eat my salmon. But I wanted to come on and tell y'all that the job hopping is okay. Treat your career like a business. Think about your needs first, right? And that whole loyal thing, just remember, well, I'll say this and then I'll, I'm, I'm going to say this. I've worked jobs where people, where I've seen people work the full week and get their brown box on a Thursday Thursday afternoon at like 4 p.m. Right? So again, the needs of the business prevail. So that's why you have to treat your career as a business because you could get your brown box at any moment, any time of the day, and no one's going to give you notice. So don't feel guilty <laughs> about making career decisions that meet your needs because the business is going to prioritize theirs. And you all are welcome. So click the link in the bio to come to the workshop or join the, co the accelerator. And I'll talk to y'all next time. Happy macro career planning.